It's Tuesday, July 14, 2009. Bush gets smacked down on smog. Texans told to conserve. Oh, that'll happen. Naked and recycled. Plus, 50th anniversary meltdown, our first and worst. Yeah, real bad. All of that straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. Okay, it's getting hot out there, but it got hot 50 years ago. We'll get to that. No one knew about it. Desi Doyen, what do you have for us? A federal appeals court has overturned a Bush administration smog rule change that allowed power plants and factories to avoid installing new pollution controls. The rule change allowed industries to measure their average pollution over an entire region instead of locally, and then allowed those companies to buy pollution credits from other facilities, often hundreds of miles away, even if they had been closed decades ago. The District of Columbia Court of Appeals said that rule was inconsistent with the Clean Air Act because industries could continue or even increase pollution at individual facilities and didn't do anything to clean up the air in communities near power plants. The court's reversal will also likely make it more difficult for coal-fired power plants to be built in cities that already suffer from poor air quality. Any word on whether they're going to go to the Supreme Court with that? Uh, They have not decided yet whether they're going to appeal the decision. Okay, well, if they do, I bet they'll get a friendly decision from this Supreme Court. The city of Los Angeles announced on July 2nd that it would phase out use of all coal-based electricity by 2020. That has now led to a Utah power company to abandon its plans to expand its coal-fired power plant in western Utah. About 40% of L.A.'s power is generated outside the state, and the city is the biggest customer for Intermountain Power Agency of Utah. And this is a growing trend across the country. According to GreenBiz.com, the Sierra Club says that about 100 coal power plants projects have been scuttled in the face of increasingly strict pollution laws. So it's it's good news to not have the coal burning plants, but well we have enough power here in Los Angeles. Yes, they'll just replace it with power from other sources like natural gas or solar. Gotcha. Food companies Naked Juice and Earthbound Organics are switching to 100% post-consumer recycled packaging for most of their products. According to GreenBiz.com, Earthbound Organics has already made the switch with 100% of its product line using 100% post-consumer recycled plastic. Naked Juice is beginning the process this month and plans to have all of its plastic packaging be 100% recycled by 2010. By switching to post-consumer recycled plastic sources, Naked Juice estimates over 8 million pounds of new plastic won't be manufactured. And can all uh, beverage companies do this? Can they all move to this type of recycled plastic? Well, Naked Juice believes it is possible. Coca-Cola, for example, uses less than 4% recycled materials and apparently is struggling to reach a 10% recycled. Really? Yes. And they could go up to, if they wanted to... Naked is going up to 100%, but they use all plastic packaging, whereas aluminum can companies may have a different issue when it comes to that. I see. The state of Texas is asking its residents to conserve electricity as an early heat wave has led to record-breaking electricity usage across the state. We can't conserve our way out of this crisis. Isn't that what Dick Cheney told us? He's not going to get people in Texas to conserve their way out of this crisis. I know people from Texas. You're from Texas. (laughs) Yes, in California, we managed to reduce our electricity consumption 12% during the Mm -hmm. Enron crisis. So we do know that it is possible. Okay, so is Texas going to be able to conserve their way out of this crisis? The Texas Public Utility Commission has issued a set of... Don't ignore my question. Can Texas conserve their way out of this crisis? The Texas Public Utility Commission has issued a set of guidelines for telling people to reduce their personal energy use and how to do it between the peak hours of 3 to 7 p.m. But seriously, it doesn't look like the message is getting through because, of course, it spiked to that all-time record last 
week. You see, Texans aren't going to do it. Several bills that would have benefited renewable energy projects in the state failed at the last minute in the legislative session in Texas that ended last month, including a solar energy incentive bill that failed by one vote. That got killed. That got killed. Don't mess with Texas. It's the 50th anniversary of the nation's first ever nuclear meltdown accident. Everybody was uh, thinking, how can we repair the reactor at was a and save it and still have her jobs and not just say it's over with. That was John Pace, who was a 20-year-old trainee at the reactor at the time of the accident. In 1959, the reactor at what is now known as the Santa Susana Field Laboratory in the San Fernando Valley experienced a partial reactor meltdown and released radioactive gases into the atmosphere. The lab was 28 miles from downtown Los Angeles, but only a mile from a residential this subdivision. This is amazing. You told me about this yesterday. You said 50th anniversary, and I thought, oh, uh, Three Mile Island, what was... Never heard of this accident That's 50 true. years ago today. Pace was sworn to secrecy, and the partial meltdown was kept secret until 1979 when a UCLA film student discovered internal documents showing that radioactive gases estimated at 300 times more than the infamous accident at Three Mile Island in 1979 had been released for at least two weeks after the incident. And it has been kept secret, and it has still not been cleaned up to this day, correct? That's correct. They're still fighting the they're Boeing using and NASA money? now own the lab for field the entire area and in a ceremony to commemorate the 50th anniversary of our first ever meltdown the EPA announced 40 million dollars in stimulus funds will be spent on a comprehensive radioactive survey of the site and the state of California has mandated a cleanup and decontamination of the site which should be completed by 2017 nearly 60 years later and people around the site have problems with cancer and everything else read about that and much more at our website greennews.bradblog.com unbelievable I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your radioactive Green News Report. Are you ready for that great atomic power? Will you rise and meet your savior in the air?